Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 7 of the West Next Podcast Lifestyle Edition. Thank you all so much for watching the West Next Podcast. If you watch the Sports Edition and you're tuning into this, thank you all so much. Chanel, where are the damn episodes? I want to start off by apologizing. Uh, as you know, I've been working heavy, heavy on our the new project with me and Nick Provenzato about the West Next Podcast Sports Edition that has really done a lot for the channel and really has helped take it to the next level. And, I, and I'm so thankful for it, and I enjoy doing it a lot, but I really want to do more of this. Uh, it's just easier to record the Sports Edition podcast because, you know, you're, what I'm really doing, and you all know this, it's unedited in terms of what's said on there. It's very just off the top, raw. There's not really, I would say, too much prep that's going into the Sports Edition podcast. It really is just me and Nick talking about sports. With this, this takes a lot of time. I, I try to put as much time as possible into prepping this, um, into editing it to make sure it sounds great for y'all and so you all can enjoy it truly and see the work I put into this. So because of just time restraints as far as my schedule is concerned with like my work life, my personal life and everything else uh, revolving around it, even the podcast, like the Sports Edition podcast, those aren't easy to get out sometimes. That's why you see me sometimes get these episodes out on Saturday and Sunday because my week is filled with work. My week is filled with you know, other stuff that are going on in my life. So it's just been a little difficult. I'm going to work, I'm working on trying to find a way to get more episodes of the What's Next Lifestyle podcast out in 2023 uh, for you guys. So we can have more episodes of these because I think these are the, honestly, the best episodes that come out on the West Next podcast. I think these are the type of episodes that do the best. So I want to do more of this stuff and get these out. I want to get more guests in. That's also been something that's really been annoying in terms of like timing and everything. Just never been, the timing has never been good um, for a lot of these. Uh, we had, we've, and we had some pretty good guests even this year. Um, you know, Star Roddy Rod. Yeah, I had my sister on, I had my cousin on. Um, I want to get even more out there. I want you to hear a different voice besides mine, even though I love hearing my own voice. And I'm, and it seems like y'all like my hearing my voice and hearing my thoughts and opinions. I appreciate that. But, you know, it's always good to have more than one perspective on an episode so you all can really experience that. The other thing that I'm working on for 2023 as far as the podcast is concerned, my number one thing is getting more episodes of the What's Next Lifestyle podcast out for y'all. So that's extremely important to me. So I just want to start out with that and explain why these episodes haven't been out as frequently as either you guys would want to or I want to. Uh, so it's a, it's a big goal for 2020 to get you all more frequent releases of the West Next Podcast Style Life Edition. You know, obviously a lot of time is put into the West Next Style Podcast Life Edition as opposed to the Sports Edition. Because if you watch the Sports Edition um, episodes, you know me and Nick are pretty much coming off the top. You know, um, there's a, you can probably tell there's not a lot of editing as far as like me and Nick just talking. You know, we try to make sure that the sound is pre- presentable and, you know, try to um, minimize the amount of delays and pauses and uh, static that's in these episodes. I try to make sure to get rid of that as much as I can. Either way, we're going to figure this out. We're going to figure out how to get more episodes because you all seem to really be enjoying it and it does a lot of good for the West Next podcast. So I just want to take these first have almost five minutes to uh, talk about that. And without further ado, let's dive into this episode. But before we do... If you don't know already, I want you all to follow the West Next Podcast on Instagram, underscore West Next Podcast, underscore. We are almost at 1,200 followers. I want to get us to 1,200 followers, so let's get that going. There are four ways to watch the West Next Podcast. You can watch it on Google Podcasts. You can watch it on arts.com and the two most popular platforms to watch this are Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasters. The links to those two 
are in the description of my Instagram, underscore West Next Podcast, underscore. So make sure to check those out. If you want to know anything about the West Next Podcast and see posts, see anything regarding it, get any updates about it, it's all on the Instagram. The Instagram is the most important thing to follow for the West Next Podcast, underscore West Next Podcast, underscore. Also, more sponsors coming out. Uh, we, you know, um, we're going to be opening, I'm going to be a lot more open to new deals as since this podcast is growing and we have been doing pretty well, I'm, you know, I'm ready to, uh, get the ball rolling with more opportunities. So expect a lot coming out of 2023 regarding the West next podcast. So just in general with sports podcasts, really, uh, lifestyle podcasts, all of it. So expect more and more to come out. Now we need to talk about why we are talking about the reality of relationships and friendships and why this is the ep- episode title of the West Next Podcast and why we're talking about this. To address why I'm talking about this in particular and why I think this would be a good way to end a year is because this is a, something we're all going through. This was a very interesting year, I think, for a lot of people with these two topics in particular. And I feel like when I watch a lot of podcasts about this, I feel like the truth is fabricated to a degree. When it comes to topics like this, uh, and I feel like it's all repetitive. So what I'm trying to do with this episode is I want to just bring more reality into it and also just talk about my personal experiences with it. You know, obviously some of this is going to be opinionated and you may agree with it. You may not agree with it. I, I just hope to have like a spirited talk with you all about it. And obviously, please, please share your thoughts about, you know, anything I say on the West Nights podcast. Um, in the Instagram comment section, contact me about it. My emails in the description of the West Next Podcast, um, Instagram underscore West Next Podcast underscore CFW91210 at gmail.com. Shoot me a DM. There's many ways to contact me about this and we can, you know, share thoughts about this. But this has been a big topic for a lot of people. And I just want to share what I'm kind of going through and then also just just the true reality of it um, from my perspective and also just some research that I've learned about it so you know hopefully y'all enjoy it i think y'all will so strap in put in the earbuds blast the dial if you're listening to this in the car and tune in get ready get your popcorn ready because we're gonna have a good time here so let's get started i want to get started first by sharing a quote that was really interesting to me when i was first researching and doing taking the time to look at this it the quote by ulysses s grant uh, that I want to share first. If you don't know who Ulysses S. Grant is, clearly you didn't pay attention during the Civil War part of history class. Ulysses S. Grant was a Union soldier or the Union general, I mean, for the Civil War. There were the Union and the Confederates in the Civil War, and he was the Union general. And I didn't know anything about what he had ever said before. I never listened to any quotes of him. He's not like he, he was like an inspirational figure to me. He was obviously from a way, way before any of us were born. But I came across a quote that he said, and I found it really interesting. So I want to just read it to you real quick, uh, because I want to speak on it a little bit. So the quote is, the friend in my adversity, I shall always cherish most. I can better trust those who help to relieve the gloom of my dark hours than those who are so ready to enjoy with me the the sunshine of my prosperity. That really speaks to me, and I and I kind of relate with to it a little bit. So, at least in my experience, especially I would say mostly in my in high school days, people always will fuck with you and and you know share and really want to be friends with you when you're on top and when you're doing great. And so like whenever like 
I don't know, it, it, whenever I did something well in sports or something like that, or I did something to impress somebody or whatever, or there's some girl I talked to that um, other people are trying to talk to, all of a sudden, you know, people are coming in and, you know, messing with me when they either wouldn't have said anything to me or I would, or we would have just walked by each other. Now, all of a sudden, they want to have conversations with me. I, and I always hated that uh, a lot. Uh, obviously, I never expressed it at the time, but it's something that really doesn't sit well with me. And I can relate to this because a lot of people, and this is not just for me, this is for a lot of people. People will try to be your friend when things are going well for you. But as soon as you know, you're struggling or as soon as you're not doing so well, people will start to turn on you or all of a sudden disassociate. And throughout my time um, in college and just just from experience in general, I, I, I really can relate to this and really identify with this because I am big and uh, my friends notice a lot too. I'm big on loyalty. I'm big on those who are you know, there for me in my darkest hour. So those are my true friends. If you if you haven't seen my darkest, not my darkest, but if you haven't seen my dark hours, if you always, you know, think of me as one way, then I know we're not really close friends. You know what I mean? I know we're not really, to me, or to me, we're really friends if you haven't seen me in a bad state, you know, because I have those days. I have those days um, sometimes I feel too often. And if you and I feel like if you're not there with me, are we really friends? Are we really like close friends for real? Or are we just um, people who know each other, you know, or you just know me through this? Nothing personal against anybody, but friendship is extremely important to me. I don't use the f- word friend loosely. So that's why I always say, like, I got really few friends in this world because very few people have seen me during dark times. And because uh, I'm good, I'm really good at hiding my dark times. Uh, so that's just something that really related to me and something I'm going to probably quote a lot nowadays. Another one I'm going to quote that a lot nowadays is um, something by uh, Marissa G. Franco. Obviously, I understand if you don't know who this is. Uh, she's a published author. I think she resides in somewhere in the Midwest. Uh, but she, she does a lot of like psychology journals and stuff along those lines. Uh, she said a quote that also identify with me. In friendship, we often fail to make the unspoken spoken. This is something I internally struggle with. When I say like, oh, you haven't seen me in my darkest hour, how are you friends? That's my fault. Because what I don't do a lot is I don't speak on those things. I don't speak on the things that are, that are in my darkest hour. I'm not open to that. I'm not very vulnerable yet. And I'm, you know, working on that um, a lot you know, through not medicine yet, but um, therapy, uh, meditation, internalizing, uh, just my own thoughts in my own time. So, you know, this is stuff you need to really give. You need to give people a chance to show you their true colors, show them, show whether they're going to really be there for you or not. Uh, so it's important. And and this and Marissa really, Marissa Franco really expressed this in her journals is that you need to really take accountability for your role in situations. So like. A bad sign of like a friend is someone who can't take accountability, right? And that kind of transitions into like signs of a bad friend. Uh, so I got this list off of basically we found a list uh, compiled of signs of a bad friendship, and there's eight that stood out to me. There was about like 15 on there, but there's eight that I want to point out to you that you know you that you need to watch out for um, in friendships. You also got to look out at it for yourself. Because you can't, and this is one of the signs of a bad friendship or a bad relationship, you cannot 
expect something from another person that you don't expect that you can't accept out of yourself you know don't put expectations on someone that you wouldn't put on for you whether and this is for anything whether it comes to you know your teammates your children your parents you know you got to take that into perspective like you got to hold yourself to a standard along with your friends so you also you can't think that you should that you don't have to do something that your friend had to do I always, you know, got to make sure to put that into reality and pr- into perspective. So let's start with number one, though. Signs of a bad friend here that we're talking about here. The conversation is never equal. And I, how I interpret that is when, sorry for the pause here, when I'm, how I internalize it is that someone is putting more time or putting more effort into a friendship than or a relationship even than, you know, you are or vice versa. Like if the conversation never seems to be or if the conversation even just seems to always be about them or always about you, that's a sign of a bad friend. That's not a really a friendship that is going to last or be healthy for you. So I'm not saying like if that's the case and your friendship, you, it takes a lot to end a friendship as much as it takes to gain a friendship. But that's something to watch out for and something to be wary of. Another thing to be wary of um and this is, I think, more serious. If they put you down or make fun of you in front of others. So, like, obviously, there's a difference. And I and I try to say it's in 2022 so much because, I mean, we I think uh, a lot of us can agree the world has gotten very sensitive nowadays. There's a difference between roasting, you know, teething, and um, obviously just doing it to humiliate. I think if the intent is to humiliate somebody and it's clear as day, and you know when it's clear as day when someone's intentionally trying to humiliate you. I feel like you even just know it before it even happened. If someone's trying to humiliate you in front of others to make themselves look good, that's to me a definite sign. Don't even think about the warning sign. Cut that shit off. Because in a way, that's bullying, and you should never let anyone bully you. Now, for me, what roasting is, is you both are consenting to it, and you're both okay with it, or your friend's even responding back. So, like, my relationship with um, my best friends, I'll joke to other people about my friends. Um, mostly within the friend group, I will do that. I don't do that outside of the friend group because I think that's sometimes crossing the line. And I apologize for that before to, um, in particular, Mike, um, where I've done that and he's done that to me. So we had to actually have a conversation about that and apologize to each other. But lesson learned, right? So, but when it comes to just like, I think teething's fine. I think teething's part of the fun. Like for me, I'll, I'll get roasted all the time for, um, Funny enough, my communications degree something I'm really proud of. I'm not going to be – my friends are IT majors, and they make a lot of money, right? So if I get so I, if I get flamed for it a little bit, I'm not I'm not upset about it. It's one of those things like, all right, yeah, you got either snap you got either snap back or you got to just take it on the chain. Like, all right, all right, man. You know, one of those things. I think they're the, I think they're the difference between, or just making fun of someone how someone looks, right? Obviously, they have to be okay with it. You can – I always say, like, once – when you roast your friend – and you see the room laughing, look at them and you can and you can immediately see in their face whether that's this is bothering them. If you can tell it's bothering bothering them, cut it off. If you see that they're rolling with it, go for it, right? Have fun. You know, that's your friend. Your friend you and your friend should be joking on a different level because, you know, y'all have that bond. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things like you gotta really, you know, kinda just look out, I, I would say. That sometimes people don't know the difference between just lighthearted teething and actually humiliating and bullying somebody. So the best way to do it is like gauging 
your friend, your girlfriend, you know, something like that. Like, you know, it's just kind of like inside jokes, good relationships, good vibes. It's just the shit that you remember. So I really, so it's something that I really enjoy. Also, for me, that obviously there's a level to this because uh, I'm very competitive um, nowadays. Like, they're aggressively competitive. For me, like, in sports in high school, I was the least competitive person ever. Uh, I I was so sometimes, like, defeated um, when things didn't work out the way I wanted to or I got injured or something or something just went wrong. I did a bad job of letting it get to me, right? Or I let, you know, stuff in my personal life affect how I did on, you know, the track or the court whatever right and i would lose my competitive spirit it's funny that now like i'm ultra competitive even at work um even you know just with uh, even other podcasters I, i'll look at some of y'all's channels and be like i should be there or i'm comparing myself quite a bit so like i sometimes feel like i need to find a balance because I'm, I'm an aggressive competitor but i say you know when you're going too far right if you're like trying to put someone else down to get your level up that's a problem. But if you're just trying to get your level up or you're trying to just make yourself better and it's not going to affect someone else or it's not going to hurt someone else, yeah, you're good, honestly. So I think that's another one you need to find a balance of. Big one, if you are able to find this out early, if you can verify this early, walk away. They bitch behind your back or they bitch about you behind your back. That's relationships, that's friendships, that's parenting, that's your child. Like, Well, you shouldn't abandon your child, but you know. You know what I mean? That's for anything. If you got people talking behind your back and you can truly verify this, again, just because one person said, like, oh, they're talking, oh, that person's talking behind your back. If it's a complete stranger saying this or someone you don't even like saying this, verify. Don't be instantly start, start getting confrontational because one person said it. If you can, you got to make sure that people actually, that this is true, this is real facts. Obviously, occasionally it slips up, it happens. You know, someone's just mad at you. Um, and they say some shit, you know, that's something that's a conversation, but if it happens constantly, yeah, get out of there. Cause that's someone who doesn't want to be your friend. They just pretending to be your friend for whatever motivation that they have for your purpose of being their friend. You know what I mean? Or their purpose of you being their boyfriend, their, your girlfriend, regardless. I, like for me, if I find out my girlfriend's talking about our personal problems behind our back. I think I said this in the ref flags episode with Jaden. Um, you're getting, that's a cutoff for me. I'm like, that's not I'm not gonna that's something I will definitely not let slide and you shouldn't either uh you know because I care about y'all I want y'all to prosper if you aren't prospering already the relationships you feel like is built on conditionality um so conditionality basically what that means is you're building this based on some sort of agreement your like relationship feels like an agreement or it's built on not passion or just like love for each other or French and same thing with friendship it's not built on something authentic or it's just it's built just on like conditions like hey i'm your, like hey you give me like 40 bucks a week we'll be friends or like hey you do my homework you know i'll i'll, I'll say hi or whatever right you know shit like that don't don't let if you know that hey this ain't real hey when when have you ever had like a real conversation or uh, had a serious conversation when we have you ever had like hung out together like that's not real friendship. That's a conditional friendship. Obviously, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. People bail. It happens. Sometimes it just is what it is. But I would say, you know when it's enough. When it's enough time where it's truly bothering you, say something. Obviously, I don't think there's something to, you know, abandon someone over. But you got to say something. Let's see. And just to save some time, the main thing 
I'm going to say the last thing that's truly important. They exclude you from things with mutual friends. So let's say you all have mute. So let's say you all are in a group, right? Let's say you have a group of friends. And this happens all the time. Let's this happened in high school. Let's say uh, for me, let's say two people in that group don't like each other. Y'all are just doing this to satisfy the rest of the friend group, right? And not cause problems. If you find you're excluded from things with your mutual friends, like let's say you go on Instagram and find out, hey, everyone went to uh, New York except me. I wasn't invited. That's not your friend. Let's say your you and your girl have mutual friends or and everything, and you find out uh, she's not inviting you somewhere. You're not inviting her somewhere. Obviously, that's a little different because uh, I believe that especially in the boyfriend girlfriend spectrum of things there's times you need to just have with your guys and and there's also times your girl just needs to have time with their girlfriends so that's not one of the things but if you all have mutual friends and everything and you find that you know you're not a part of that i think that's something you need to look into uh very seriously so those are like concepts of just the reality of friendships um in particular that you need to really be aware of because i mean these are major issues for people these are major people issues for people and it seems some of them seem simple enough and seem like something like oh of course i i know that right this is nothing new but you don't realize the amount of people who don't either care to see the sign or want to see the sign um in people because they are just so attached and this is primarily in relationships um boyfriend girlfriend relationships especially with like girls especially with girls girls will if you're like i'm i tell i tell people this all the time if you're the right guy if you're someone they really really like there's almost you can get a you can get away with so much and they truly if you get them to truly love you the mess ups you have infinite mess ups but you gotta get them to love you first because they'll oversee girls are good for overseeing things if they truly care about you like girls loyalty are female, girls loyalties are on another level if they if they really really fuck with you like it's amazing so don't take advantage of it obviously be a good person but that's just like one of the signs that uh, one of the examples of people just not seeing simple things like even even guys like even guys. Uh, it's, I feel I see I see it more so in like girls than their boyfriends. But even like with guys and their girlfriends, like if if a guy truly loves their girlfriend, they'll overlook a bunch of shit like they'll overlook a crazy amount of shit because they need to be they feel like they need to be in a relationship with this person. It happens in friendships, happens in relationships, happens in a lot of cases. It can happen to anybody. So, you know, these might be simple concepts that seem easy to figure out. But trust me, when I say this, um, based off just my experiences with people and everything, I've seen it work. I've seen it not work a bunch of times. Um, I've been on college campuses. So I've been on college campuses, had a bunch of different people I've associated with. So, you know, I feel like I kind of have a gauge of what this is and also just through my own experiences and shit. So, yeah. It's not as easy as you think. Simple concepts aren't as easy as you think for people. But if you if you're good at finding it, great for you. Now, now with all this being said, you probably want to find ways in yourself to be a better friend. If you find that either you're one of these things, or your friends are one of these, are one of these things, or multiple of these things, or I would feel really bad for you. This is the case, but all those things. You probably want to think of ways to be a better friend, or you want to think of ways to help your friend become a better friend, or your girl to be, you know easier for you or your boyfriend to be easier for you you know read up on some stuff and you know there are four ways um according to experts.com that you can work on being a better friend and there's i mean they had a bunch of things but these are the four main things that i think stand out and i really want to elaborate on so one is being open-minded so i'm going to internalize so i'm going to internalize this and talk about this from a personal perspective 
and how I need to personally be a little more open-minded to situation. And I've, I feel like I've actually done a good job on being open-minded, but I can be even better with it. I don't have, I have friends, thankfully now I can watch sports with and I can, and I kind of like relate to more um, on a personal level in terms of just like my personality. Like I have friends who have a similar personality to me now, but um, like one of my closest friends is, I feel like completely different from me. Uh, we have completely different personalities, completely different interests, uh, but we're still, but that's still my fucking guy. You know what I'm saying? And it's because, and I, and I can let that bother me. Now it doesn't bother me. It's one of the things I think is great. And one of the things we bond over, man, like just us being com- and joke about completely different people, you know? And it's, and it's okay to be, it's okay that your friends don't love everything you love or don't think the way you think. It's okay. That's, that's what kind of expands your knowledge, expands you, you as a person. So those are things you need to really be thinking about when it comes to friendships. You got to have an open mind about who you're going to be, who you can be friends with or be in a relationship with. Because not everything's going to be perfect. I mean, I, I've learned that this year myself in relationship. Like, like man, not everything's going to be perfect. And I'm accepting, and I'm accepting that now. And I think it's going to, it's making my dating life a lot easier that I'm just like, all right, listen, there's going to be shit I'm going to be fucking annoyed by. There's going to be some shit that I, that's going to irritate me about whoever I end up, whoever I'm dating, whoever my girlfriend is, whatnot. I got to be open-minded about that and really just under, and understand that just like they're going to, just like I would hope they would be open-minded with me because I'm not perfect in any way. So the other thing you got to think about also being present. So for example, I'm busy, right? Between podcasting, between work, between between learning how to be an adult and pay bills, between transitioning into moving, work my gym lifestyle and just constantly being in the gym, like I'm busy as shit. But I also got to be aware and present in the moment when things are happening. You do a good job being present and not thinking so far ahead or thinking so far in the past, especially the past. Thinking so far in the past is even worse than thinking so far in the present. Very bad thing. It's going to hurt your friendships. If you're present, if you're thinking in the moment, it's going to help your friendships. It's going to help your relationships, all that stuff. Be empathetic. Being empathetic towards people and really having, not understanding, but having a, well, yeah, having an understanding or having awareness of, hey, this is something that happens. I don't know what you're going through. I'm going to be there. I'm a support, you know, be supportive. It's kind of like the same as being empathetic. So if you're empathetic and being supportive, that's going to help your friendship. Obviously, Sometimes you can only support so much, but when you're when you can tell your friend needs you there or your girl, your guy needs you there, be there. And then the last one is apologize when necessary. For me, I used to I'm pretty easy with apologies. If I'm wrong, I, I feel like I've been pretty good just throughout life with accepting when I'm wrong and just apologizing for it. Um, I know a lot of people who aren't. My sister is very bad at, you know, apologizing for stuff. Someone I used to date was awful with apologizing when um, she was wrong, and that's part of the reason that ended. So it's a key thing, big reason why I'm uh, the interest is no longer there, and we're just our separate ways. And kind of not a bad point, but you know what I'm saying, like not where it could, where I feel like it could have been really good, right? It's okay to acknowledge when you're wrong. You shouldn't grill someone super hard when they're wrong. But apologies are necessary on both ends, you know. You need to be accountable. It's all about accountability when it comes to apologizing, right? Apologizing is just acknowledging when you're wrong and just being accountable. And being accountable is one of the most important things. So those are things that expert pointed out that I really 
agree with Anila, the fourth thing that stand out. They have a bunch of other stuff. If you want to find out more, go on experts.com and they can really like guide you through that. So now before I dive into so this is um warning signs of like they said abuse, but it's really like bad relationships, bad friendships, all types of stuff. These are things you need to be aware of. But before we do, I want to make sure everyone knows. So once again, follow the What's Next podcast on Instagram underscore What's Next podcast underscore. We're gonna have, we have a bunch of stories and polls out. The polls do really well. The polls are mainly about this type of stuff, just like relationships, shit that goes on that I'm thinking about. Random thoughts of the day. Those are all on the What's Next podcast uh, stories that you all can talk about. Please feel free to shoot me DMs on like stuff you want to hear about more. That's the best way to get the topics you want to hear. DM me on um, the What's Next podcast Instagram handle, underscore What's Next podcast underscore, or type in Chanel Wilkins. You'll find it that way, too. And, yeah, talk, t- tell me what you want to hear. And um, we're going to – and if it gets enough, you know, traction, we will. I will definitely talk about it. I'm here to talk about what you all want to talk about. So there we go. Now, signs of a bad relationship. We kind of talked about the signs of a bad relationship. Here's how – she's like a psycho – analyzing of this for me so this is kind of good it's going to be me ranting about myself i feel like um and just talking about my experiences and experiences i witnessed so kind of just be prepared for it i guess is how i was best talk about this i had something in mind of what i wanted to say there but really i'm just going to give you the truth this is just going to be me ranting so get ready for this here we go need to take a breath here right okay so signs of a bad relationship Pushing for quick involvement. So, like, when you hear stuff like, I never felt love like this by anyone. <sighs> Thankfully, I, I haven't heard this quote by anyone I've dated or talked to or hooked up with. Thankfully, I never heard of this heard this before. If I if I do, hopefully I feel the same way, right? I hope we, you know, I, I want to. But I feel like anyone who's, like, clingy or, or like, rushes into that, it's always going to be scary. And it's always going to be something problematic. So, like, when it's, like, coming on too strong, it's going to scare you, especially even if you do like, even if you do like the person. For me, I'm 22, I'm young, and I and I plan on doing a lot more before I even think about marriage or kids or anything like that or anything along those lines. So, I would be scared of hearing this. And I, I don't know where everyone else is at in life. Yeah, talk to me how you all would feel if someone said, like, I never felt love like this before. Um, or anything else along those lines. I just want to hear hear from you about that. But like, I'm sure like any sort of quick involvement. Um, like if something if someone starts saying like I love you within like two months, that's always that's always like a ugh for me. Like when I hear when I hear my friends say that to my to their girlfriends, or it usually never lasts that long. So you know my experience. Maybe y'all have different ones. Also hear about unrealistic expectations. Oh yeah, this is something I originally had i originally had an unrealistic expectation i expect i uh, would i was like oh if i'm gonna date someone again i want it to be someone who is like this this and that i want i want like someone who had the best personality you know had the fattest ass or you know whatever right any any just anything cr- just insanely crazy right like i said nothing's gonna come perfect everything's gonna come with some challenges uh obviously don't settle and uh, ne- don't settle for anything uh less than not what you want, but don't settle for anything that you don't think is worth it to you. But it's one of those things where it also goes back to just being open-minded. Don't set unrealistic expectations. Don't set anything you wouldn't set for yourself when it comes to relationships. Like, don't expect someone else to do something you wouldn't do. Like, for women especially, if you wouldn't pay for... Like, don't expect your date to pay for every single time you go out. Every time you go out, don't expect your guy to pay for it, right? 
obviously, I think for the big occasions like that he sets up or indefinitely, I'm a traditionalist, so the first date, I feel like men should pay for the first date, especially when you're the one that asked him out. I think that especially you should pay for the first date. Um, but I think also some females have a weird, I don't even know where they get it from, um, but I feel like a lot of them think guys should pay for everything they do and act like they don't have any money when either they do. And if you don't, you need to find a way to get your money up. You're too old not to be having money um, to not support yourself. So it's just kind of one of those things. I might get some controversy for that, um, but it is what it is. Isolation. Never had this. Uh, never gotten serious enough for me to where I've had this situation, but it's something I'm afraid of internally. Because you got to understand, there's been people since the start that have cared about you and still care about you and will always care about you. You shouldn't let any one person get in the way of that. And if you feel like that's happening, like, hey, I'm like, hey, I'm spending significantly less time with your friends. Because obviously it's OK when you're spending some, some less time with your friends because you got a girlfriend. It happens. You know, you can't be like as a friend. You got to be supportive. You can't be like going to the club with us no more. What the fuck? Like, oh, this girl's trouble. Like, No, that's not true at all. But if it's all but if it's like stuff you planned out a long time and all of a sudden they aren't showing up because their girlfriend because they're chilling at their girlfriend's house. Very different story. So like it's one of those things you just got to be careful of. You know, don't I wouldn't I, I, I'm afraid of this sometimes because I'm a real emotional person and I'm like, oh, I don't want to fall in love enough to have someone do that to me. But you got to really feel like you're strong enough to like, and strong enough with your people, strong enough with yourself and but you're going through to be like, okay, you know what? You're not going to cut me off of anyone I care about. So, yeah, always find a balance. Um, for them, like, my friend and his girlfriend do a really good job of this because we all get along really well. Like, our group, his group, you know, all that. Like, we get along really well, so good thing. And they have a great relationship. Um, What else? Blame. Oh, this is a big one. Blaming other people for problems and mistakes, a.k.a. Something that's you're gonna is a common theme, not taking accountability. If you find something, and this is something that should cut you off instantly for me. Like if it's always if you if your girl always like never says all right this one's on me. Like they miss like if they miss a day night or if canceling shit and it's, and it's always or they are complaining about shit and it's never like oh this one's on me this this one's on me babe I'm sorry and they try to find a way to blame you. Screw that you know that's not a real relationship that's not something you should stick and hold on to 10 toes down because relationships take a lot of time and and take a lot of your energy don't waste your energy on someone like that simple as that for me and i think that should be common for me like i'm like how could anyone disagree with that but let's have a conversation obviously obviously dm me on the what's next podcast underscore what's next podcast underscore and we can have a conversation about that the fifth one and the big one i want to bring up to you is and it might give me a lot of haters because People are sensitive nowadays, but hypersensitivity. So, like, this is something I need to work on, right? And I'm trying to get better at this because, for me, I like making jokes. I like te- I like teasing. I like roasting. That's, like, that's my way of saying I fuck with right? And my, friend, my friends get this, and that's why, we're, and that's a big reason we're friends. They aren't butthurt when I joke on, when I joke on them. I'm going to be, in, in return, I won't get butthurt when they joke about me. You know, that's just something that's imp- that's important. You better if you were going to dish it, you better be able to take it. And a lot of people nowadays can't dish what they take or can't take what they dish. What is what I meant to say. So for me, I'm like if I've I've, I've been on dates and I found and it hadn't worked out or I just haven't been interested anymore because 
you know, I find that, like, all right, I can tell you're very sensitive. I can tell you're easily offended by stuff. You're, and I'm like, so if that's the case, I don't see this, I don't see this working. I don't see us really getting along that well. Cause, I mean, and to me, it's just, this is just my sense of humor. I'm, I'm, I'm a teether. I like teething. And if you can't handle it, get out. And obviously, I'm not going to joke about, you know, Obviously, dead like dead relatives or something like really like sensitive that you're not going through, or you know are very serious topics. Yeah, calm down, don't do that. But I'm talking about like any anything. Like I I I'll tell you a, a recent incident that was fucking crazy. Out of that bar down in South Jersey, uh, beers. It was my first time going there. This was very recently. This was like maybe a week or two ago. And there's this girl I'm talking to. We're having a good conversation. We we're talking about for a good 10-15 minutes at the bar and. I could tell um, we were, and we were both really feeling each other. She was very pretty, right? Very, 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 very attractive. Things were going really well. And I think she asked me what I would rate her fit. Obviously, she looks good, right? But beforehand, I jokingly asked, I jokingly asked her, like, hey, you, th- you like the jacket? What do you think of the fit? And she's like, oh, it's a six. And like, oh, it's a six. I hate, like, I really hate the shoes. And I'm like, and I'll, and I'll admit it. I'm like, yeah, I didn't really go hard on the shoes today. Like, just kind of, like, lighthearted about it. She got really upset when I said her fit's, like, a 7 or 8. I didn't give her this 10, right? Uh, I didn't say, oh, the fit's perfect, baby, and all that shit. And she was not happy. She was like, you know what? Go talk to other bitches. If you don't think I'm, if you don't think I'm, if you don't think I'm a 10, go talk to other bitches and shit like that. Exact words. She literally said, if you don't like my fit, go talk to other bitches. And I'm just kind of like, what the fuck? And, and all of a sudden, now she's, like, kind of, like, turning her, turning away from me and all that stuff. And... I'm like, all right, never mind, get out of here, right? And I'm and I'm thinking like in my head for a couple of minutes, like I'm like, wow, this is crazy. And I'm kind of like, you know what? I need to work on, you know, being open-minded. Maybe it's something personal. Maybe I should, you know, let's 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 try to rectify this. Aka, there's no rectifying. Uh, at the end of the day, she she re- clearly was not happy that I said she wasn't a ten in her her fit, like what she was wearing. Which she wasn't, because uh, uh, first off, color coordination. She was wearing like white, black, and green, or something like that, just all over the place with the colors and everything. So rather than a ten fit, obviously. But again, obviously she looked good. Maybe I should have said she was a ten. But it's like I'm not gonna lie. But I'm like I'm not gonna lie. You you didn't lie to me. And when you said I was the my fit was a six and my shoes were shit, I I was like, all right, you know what? You're you know what? I can see it. Like my jacket was fire. My jacket was fire and I'm clearly fire. But I like them, but she didn't like the shoes. I'm like, I'm not all like but her. I know. So like, you need to be aware of that kind of stuff. That's always gonna be like some bullshit. All right. And then finally, this is kind of like the last thing I'm gonna dive into. It's a book I read. It was an, I read it at the ebook. Um, it's called Deep Rela- uh, Re- Deep Rewarding Relationships in Your Second Half by Lloyd Reeb. So I've been doing a lot of reading in 2022, and it's really like opened my mind up to a lot of things. Uh, opened up and expanded my vocabulary as well. So please read. I'm mainly talking to Gen Z. Please read. A lot of y'all seem to just don't read. Read. Take some time to read. That same time you could be on your phone. The same time you could be jacking off. You know what? Instead of jacking off three times a day, how about you read a book? Jack off two times a day instead of three. Take 30 minutes, even just 30 minutes, even 15 minutes. Just read a damn book. Pick up a book at Barnes the Noble or something like that. Just That's just a quick little message on that end. But I want to briefly dive into... Just some stuff from that book. Um, go check it out. I think I said the artist, I mean the author, Lloyd Reeb, L-L-O-Y-D, and then Reeb, R-E-E-B, 
great art, great one of my favorite books this year. Check it out. Um, so he dived into uh some key words and the meaning of it. So real quick, if you don't know what it's about, he asked five essential questions. I'm in that position. I'm I want a long lasting relationship. I'm tired of doing these hookups and stuff like that. That I was, and I talked about it in my party videos, clubbing party experiences. If you don't know that episode, go watch it. It's on the West Next podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, RSS.com, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. So check that out. But I dive into that, dive in that part a little more. But for this, I'm looking for a long. I want a long-lasting relationship. I want something meaningful. So we talked about. So he talked about four things: your who, when, what, and how. Um, and I found it very interesting. So I want to quickly dive into the who of it. So when you think of your who, you gotta think about who do you want. To develop a deep, meaningful relationship with. Very key. Take that very seriously. Don't dive in the first person who likes you. That's probably why I haven't had a crazy load of relationships. Because I don't dive in the first. If you like me or you think I'm cute, I really at this point don't. I'm not saying I don't care and I, or I don't appreciate it because I do. Um, But it's one of those things like it's not going to get much out of me. Like I'm like, all right, I appreciate it. It's, it's like you, someone, it's the same to me as someone complimenting uh, a shirt I'm wearing or some shoes. Like, all right, I appreciate it. Like, yeah, I appreciate it. It's not going to make me like you if you like me. I got to find something in you that I like. And this is for friendships, relationships, anything like that. So, but he says, um, Lloyd is sometimes we don't get down to the business of like loving a few people extravagantly simply because we don't decide who those people are. And ultimately what it boil, always boils down to is names. We don't always have the time or energy to love everyone deeply or to pursue intimacy with a lot of people, but we can with few. So you got to find those people that you truly want to have a connection with so you can save time in your life. So like, and we'll dive into this later, but it's okay if you're not in like close with everyone. You don't, it's not expect, it shouldn't be expected of you to be close with everyone. You're going to have a different relationship with everyone. If you're close with everyone, I don't know how you do it, probably, but it's probably not true. You're probably not close with everyone. You're probably deluding yourself. If, like I think there's find those people in your life. Um, probably shouldn't be any more than like eight people in your life that you're really close with. So find those people, have those have those bond with them, and then everyone else you don't have to forget about them. You don't have to cut them off, but you know you understand that. But you know they understand their place with you, and you understand their place with them. Find the people who want that relationship with you, and really, or and you want it with them. Have it be mutual, and really build that. You also got your what. What do your friends and family want to know about your inside world? Again, this goes back to sharing yourself with people and being vulnerable. Something that's been hard for me, I'm getting a lot better at it this year. You know, if you're like, like for example, if you're having a bad day, it's okay to say you're having a bad day and why. Maybe those people do want to listen. If they don't want to listen, listen, that's fine. Maybe they will later or they maybe don't want to at all. But at least you know. You know, you got to give people a chance you know, to, to know about you. So work on that. You got to let people in to you and who you are so they can get to know you better. Um, then you got your who, and sorry, I, I missed that. Sorry, not your who, your when. Relationships take time. If you're serious, these people will begin to show up regularly on your calendar. So if you're serious about them, they'll show up. Like I, I always say, don't force any relationship with anybody. If they care and you care, it'll work out. You'll, the right people will enter your life. Um, so... It, and, and that can mean like just a date night with your girl, a uh, weekend call with, you know, let's say you have kids, you know, your adult kids, you know, like a week, like a Skype call or a quick phone call, like, hey, FaceTime, what's up? All that stuff, catch up for like an hour. 
you know, working out with your close friends, stuff like that. Because everyone, especially when you're adult and getting older, you have a lot less time. You have other stuff that's going on. So, you know, just finding the when is a good thing. And then finally, your what. Uh, what do your friend and family want? Oh, sorry. We talked about that. Sorry, long podcast. And then uh, one last thing. This is the last thing I'm going to talk about before I end the episode here. And this is the key thing. And, um, and I invite it to everyone. And I've been advised to it by therapists. I've been advised to it by my mother. And that's be patient, man. You can't rush into the, the process of building deeper connections. So you got to really go at the pace and trust. Um, and each person re- re- will react differently to your desire for a deeper friendship. You got to be okay with game re- like a rejection from it. You know, not everyone's going to fuck with you the same way you fuck with them, just like you don't fuck with everyone the same way they mess with you. So patience and... Yeah, patience is a big thing. Really just focus on being patient and it'll come to you. God had a plan for everyone. I and if you sorry sorry if you don't believe in God, I do. But God had a plan for everyone. If you keep on doing God's work, if you keep on being a good person, you keep on doing what's right, um, it'll it'll work out for you. I truly do believe that. Uh and patience is a big thing. You know, just like I'm being patient every day. It has worked and patience has worked out on, on a lot of issues that I've had in the past. Um, trust me, I'm a whole different person than I was in high school. And uh, I'm so thankful to God and just myself for being patient and just keep on working on myself and keep on dedicating myself. And it's worked out amazing. So and it's going to work out even better. I feel like 2023 is going to be astronomical for me. So, yeah. So there's just things I wanted to share with you all. And we are about an hour into this podcast and i actually have to go see family and that's very important so i'm going to get out of this podcast here i want to thank you all for watching the west next podcast uh lifestyle podcast this episode is going to be out probably on the 30th so make sure to watch out for that also make sure to watch the other episodes of the lifestyle podcast whether it's online dating red flags um and the andrew tate episode club and lifestyle party club and lifestyle or club and partying experiences uh, what else? There's there's another one. Check those out. And then obviously all the sports edition podcasts if you're into sports or if you're not into sports and you just want to hear me and Nick talk, watch those episodes as well. My name is Ben Chanel Wilkins. Thank you all for an amazing 2022. 2023 is going to be even better. I'm going to talk about that more on the Instagram underscore West Nest podcast underscore. You can find these episodes on Spotify, Google Podcasts, RSS.com and uh, Apple Podcasts. So keep on watching. Love y'all. Stay tuned. Bye.